Well, praise the Lord. This is Brother John with Eliaship Power Ministries Radio. Today is December 31st, 2020, New Year's Eve. In fact, we are just under two hours away from 2021. And I know many people, many, many people all around the world cannot wait to get out of this year. This year has been so unique, a complete aberration to what the world is used to seeing. I have never in my life seen a year like this, and most people haven't, when you consider the circumstances in which we are living under today. So tonight, I'm just going to briefly talk about 2020, sort of like a year in review. It won't be all comprehensive and inclusive, but I'm going to touch on some notable events, a few deaths as well. Um, and I tell you, it, it's just been an amazing year in many respects. And then on the flip side, it's been just so, so exhaustive, so exhausting, I should say. But you know what? We, we still pray. So praise the Lord. We still pray and we still trust in the good Lord above because he's still the shepherd. He hasn't given up his job. Praise God for that. So 2020, I mean, wow. You're talking about a pandemic. You're talking about, uh, a matter of fact, what gets lost in all this was the stock market crash in March. You know, hardly anybody talks about that much. I mean, you're talking about millions of people all over the world, not just here in the United States, without a job. Without a job. I mean, you're talking about different protests. Many of those protests circle around racial injustice and police brutality. Um, equal pay, fairness for women. And I tell you, it's this year has been just, I, I, don't, I don't know. But still, I just thank God. I thank God. So March 2020, March 9th, we had the single worst single day market crash. Dow Jones plummeted. People lost a lot of money. A lot of money. But that gets swept under the rug. Why? I think we all know. The coronavirus, which has millions of people all over the world out of a job. I mean, the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control, has mandated basically that we should be wearing masks to mitigate against the coronavirus or the novit virus, COVID-19, I should say. It has been... Amazing, And then you have so many people protesting against wearing masks, which I won't get into that ridiculous argument. I mean, if someone tells you a wolf is outside, you're going to run outside with nothing in your hand. You're not going to protect yourself. So why would you be out in the street with no mask? I, I don't get it. When you see that, quite frankly, there's almost 84 million cases worldwide where people have contracted COVID-19. And you're looking at, what, just slightly under 2 million deaths. And 
Here's the scary part. It's climbing. It's, it, it's spiking again. We have here in the United States, we have hospitals that are totally overwhelmed. They have no hospital beds available. It's a complete mess in many respects. But these these fantastic frontline workers are doing everything they can to save lives. And they are indeed saving lives. And I feel they need more protection. Many of them wearing the same mask for more than a day. And I tell you, they, they need more. They need more equipment. They need more PPE, personal protection equipment. They're understaffed in many respects. They're working so many hours over time. And, and a lot of that is because some people just will not listen. They, they don't wear their masks. They, they're out in the streets protesting. They're carrying guns and they have politicized corona, the coronavirus. It's not about politics. It's not about a party. It's not about it's about saving lives. I, I, I just don't get why you would protest wearing a mask. But I'm not going to get deep into that. I mean, me personally, I don't care what side of the aisle, Democrat, Republican, independent, whatever. Don't you want to save lives by helping to mitigate this thing? Why wouldn't you want to? Don't talk to me about freedoms. This is the United States of America. We should be protecting each other. And if the CDC and doctors, doctors who are also Republican, by the way, are saying, no, you must wear your mask. You must social distance. Stay six feet apart. I just don't understand why there would be an argument against it. I, I, I don't understand that, but it's there. It's very much there. So people have been inside for months. Many people have had the opportunity to work from home and not have to go out and mix and mingle with people or, you know, but then we have individuals who, who can't avoid that, like your FedEx workers who deliver the packages, your UPS workers, your U.S. Postal Service workers. And then, of course, other countries have their own uh, forms of, of, uh, of mail carrier services. So we have to pray for those people. We have to pray for our firemen, for our police officers, for those who are on the front lines who are first responders. We have to pray for them. They're, they're right out in the midst of it. Right out in the midst of it every day. Whereas you and I, we get a choice as to when we can go out or when we, we should go out. Many of them, they don't have that choice. They have to go to work. You know, and the economy here in the United States, I can speak for the United States, it, it's teetering. I'm telling you right now. I mean, just this week, Congress has been arguing on whether or not they should send out $600 uh, stimulus packet checks. And the president got involved and said there should be $2,000. I happen to agree with President Trump. They should be about $2,000 each, not $600. But guess what? You know, I, people who are desperate are going to take that $600 and many are going to be grateful for it. And my understanding, as of yesterday, they have began uh, distributing those $600 stimulus checks. And according to the new president, which... Again, there's uh, another event in 2020. We have a new president coming in, uh, Joseph Biden, who served under the Obama administration as the vice president. And he certainly has a 
vice president in Kamala Harris, the first African-American woman who's also of Indian descent. Um, she'll be the first woman in that role as vice president. So that happened in 2020. They were elected, even though, you know, you have a side right now saying the there's fraud in every state that has certified the election for Joe Biden and said, though, they have no no shred of evidence of widespread fraud whatsoever. So it's like a fairy tale now. You know, it's just individuals are going to fraud that doesn't exist. And let's just be clear about that. It does not exist. I mean, when you look at states like Georgia with Republican legislature, Republican uh, governor and, and, and other states that are Republican led and they certify those states, those votes for Joe Biden, it's over. You think they want Joe Biden as president? Most likely not. But those are hey, they I applaud them. They follow the rule of law and the Constitution. Now, I've been a lifelong independent. I've, I've said that many times. I don't hide behind it, you know, but but, you know, when Democrats have lost and Republicans have won, I said, hey, we got a new president. And now the reverse is true. Hey, guess what? We have a new president. So either way, it, it's for me, I think about not necessarily who's in the White House. That is important. But I think about who's in my father's house. And that would be my father himself who watches over me and you and all of us so we don't have to fear who is in the white house i don't believe we do if you believe god and you trust god and i mean go read some go read psalms it says the lord is my shepherd i shall not want read psalm 23 he makes me lie down green pastures he leads me beside still waters he restores my soul listen if you believe that why are you so upset when your candidate doesn't win? What I mean, if you believe that, I mean, so I think it's going to boil down to what do you really believe? So it's going to be interesting to see if the Republican Party do exactly what they did under the Democratic leadership of Barack Obama, where they obstructed everything and they said no to everything. He didn't even get an opportunity to have his Supreme Court nominee uh, interviewed and go through the hearing to appoint that person because Mitch McConnell, Senate Majority Leader, said no. <laughs> I mean, I don't care what side of the aisle you're on, Republican or Democrat, that's just plain silly, ridiculous, and childish, in my opinion. It, it, I mean, a president, Republican or Democrat, should have the opportunity to appoint the individuals they want to move this country forward and be successful okay i get it you don't like that particular side of the aisle i get it but what happened to decency so i mean 2020 has been an amazing year so we have joe biden and kamala harris coming in they'll be sworn in january 20th and um we have this COVID 19 which COVID-19 has changed the whole world. I mean, you have people who would normally be outside, um, you know, going to parks and going through recreation activities or going through going to different events. You know, the, the performing arts, uh, oh, my goodness, has been devastating. And um, life in general, as we know, it has changed significantly. 
I mean, you have to wear your mask. And in and, and some of these places, these businesses have just flat out gone under. They've gone out of business because people are not gathering in large numbers to go out to eat because they can't for fear of contracting the COVID-19 uh, virus. The sporting events in all over the world has, has certainly been, to say it's been uh, uh, curtailed would be an understatement, of course. I mean, it's pretty much non-existent. You, you watch the National Football League now and the stadiums are completely empty, but the players are on the field playing and they're using um, uh, these large uh, speakers to mimic crowd noise because no one's there. There is no crowd. There is no crowd. And then you have every week a new team in college football that can't play because one or a couple of players tested positive. And so they have to bow out of the contest. They can't play. I mean, my favorite team, Florida State, they hadn't been able to play. They, they didn't play for three consecutive weeks because of COVID-19. So this year has been so different, to say the least. So different. And then you, speaking of COVID-19, you look at the demographics of who is dying from this the most, and that would be African-Americans and Latinos. African-Americans and Latinos have a higher rate of death than do our Caucasian brothers and sisters. And so I, I was listening to one of the doctors on television. They were saying, we, we really need to get a handle on that. And yes, we do. And they say it's basically due in part for the poor health systems that we have in place for minorities to begin with. That plays a major factor in how they're able to stave off COVID-19. And of course, that goes to economics. When you have better pay, you have access to better health care. That's just common sense one-on-one that's economics one-on-one so we have blacks and latinos dying at a higher rate than our white brothers and sisters and we've lost so many people this year from COVID-19 or just we've lost so many people in general in 2020 just just amazing I mean when you think about the deaths of John Lewis Famed civil rights leader in Congress. He died this year. Not from COVID-19. But my understanding is he had cancer. He died this year. You think of the death of Kobe Bryant. And his daughter Gianna. In a helicopter crash January 26. Completely caught everyone by off guard. And, and just so terribly sad. I remember being at work that day. And I was sitting at the desk typing. And uh, I got this alert on my phone. I'm like, this has to be a jerk, a joke. I mean, I can't believe it. So and now he's gone. And then, of course, you have the death of Chadwick Boseman, one of my favorite actors of all time, the famed actor and star of Black Panther and James Brown. And he played in 42 as um Excuse me. <clears throat> Excuse me. My goodness. He played in 42. I mean, it's, it's just amazing that he died. He had cancer. He didn't tell anyone. No one at his at uh, Disney 
course, that's who he worked for. It was Disney Studios. No one knew. Not even Kevin Feige, the president of Disney. And so he he died um, August 28th. And so, I mean, then, of course, the death of Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, September 18th. She died. And one of my favorite guitarists, Eddie Van Halen, he died October 6th. Alex Trebek, host of Jeopardy for 36 years. He died November 8th. Then you have Don Wells, Marianne from Gilligan's Island. I grew up watching Gilligan's Island. She died just yesterday from complications of COVID-19. You have the first black country music superstar, Charlie Pride. He died from complications of COVID-19 on December 12, 2020. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. You got Kenny Rogers who died this year. Famous country singer. I used to love his voice. I still love his voice. He's not here. He died March 20th. You got Charlie Daniels with Charlie Daniels Band. I remember being a kid and listening to The Devil Went Down to Georgia. And my white friends would sing that. And I I learned it because they were singing around me. I'm like, okay, well, that sounds like a cool song. Let's hear it. And so I listened to that. He died um, July 6th. You got the other country singer I, I like, uh, Mac Davis. He died September 29th. And the list goes on and on. You got Tiny. I mean, you got from uh, from uh, 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 Friday. I mean, it, it's just one death after another. This year has been just so hurtful for so many people. Emotionally just so hurtful and draining. It really has and millions of, of people, as I touched on earlier, millions of people out of out of work. I mean, you can turn on the television or go to YouTube and you can see these waves and waves of, of, of vehicles in Texas and New Jersey and other states. They're waiting at food banks because they have no money. They can't buy food. And God bless these workers who are giving these families boxes of food to sustain their lives. This is This is not a third world country I'm talking to you about. This is right here in the United States of America. These things happened in 2020. These things happened. And I I just don't know how you wake up every day and you, you, you say you're Christian, but you're not praying. You're not praying and you're not reading the word. You're not cultivating a relationship with Christ. I, I don't understand how you do that. I, I think what comes out of a man shows what's in the man. Am I right? Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, the Bible says. Jesus said that himself. So what's in your heart will come out. So if, if you're not praying for yourself or others, then I guess it's just not in you, is it? Let's be real. You know, I mean, I I talked about some things that are very hurtful that we experienced in 2020. But, you know, again, we've had some bright spots, too. I mean, I I mentioned earlier, I alluded to we have the first woman of color who's going to be a vice president. I'm happy about that. Regardless of what side of the aisle you're on, that that is a major accomplishment, a major accomplishment. We're going to have a female vice president here in the United States. I think that's awesome. 
I, I really do. And that's a great, a great leap for women. And I'm proud of that. I'm proud of that. I really am. And I have to tell you, 2020 has been challenging, but I, I have to give God some some praise. God has really kept me in 2020. He has really looked out over me. He has blessed me in 2020. He put me in a position where I can bless some other folks. And, and he has really blessed me. So I have to give him praise for that. You know, the Bible says, if you keep your mind stayed on him, he'll keep you in perfect peace. And we have all these things coming at us at once. But if we would just fine tune our focus a little bit. And look through all the trees, past the trees, and just find that opening in the tree and see the great city beyond the woods with the great lights. And just focus and know that we'll reach that destination. We'll get there. I think we'll be okay. The Bible says, look to the hills for whence cometh your help. Your help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Look to him. Look to him. Because remember now, we wouldn't know about Daniel in a fiery furnace if he hadn't survived it. I mean, we wouldn't give God praise for that. So even though he and the Hebrew boys were in that fiery furnace, somebody else was in there with him. So I want to encourage you that you may be going through something. You may be one of those unemployed. You may be in the midst of the fire, right in the middle of it. But I want you to know, just look around and see who's with you. Who's with you? See, a lot of times we call people friend. We shouldn't call friend. It's just a figure of speech for many. They're not really your friend, but hey, they'll call you friend. When you're in the fire, you find out quickly who your friends are. So I encourage you, look around you. Whatever you're going through right now, whatever challenge you're facing right now, whatever trial you're going through right now, who's with you? Who's with you? Who's just giving you lip service and who's with you? But I know someone who will be with you regardless if everyone else leaves you and his name is Jesus Christ. 2020 has been very fiery for many. Very fiery. And you found out who your friends really are. And you might have found out you don't have any. Guess what? That's okay. It's best you find out you don't have any than to assume you have friends and then find out you don't. So thank, just give God praise for that. That if you found out that the friends or friend you thought was a friend really isn't, give God praise for that. Don't be angry. Uh-uh. God revealed that to you. He helped you. No, you give him praise for that. And so now you know how to respond accordingly. You know what you do? You pray for those who are not really for you. And you, you do what UPS does. You keep it moving. <laughs> That's what you do. You keep it moving. But now you know. So you give God praise for that. Now you know. So don't be upset. Don't be angry. Don't be angry. Imagine walking through the woods and a wolf or a bear is hiding in the bushes waiting for you to pass by. But something happens and they have to jump up before they're ready to attack you. Now you see them as you're coming, right? You, you can tell who they really are. That's what happens when you find out sometimes that the friend you thought was a friend isn't a friend. Okay. 
Now you see them clearly for who they are. That's a praise moment. Don't be lost in the sauce. That is a praise moment. And so what I like to do is remind you, if I may, if I could be so bold, that regardless of what you've gone through this year, you might have suffered some hurt, some pain. You might have lost some someone or some people due to COVID-19 or other means. And you might be hurting right now and you're wondering, why did I have to go through this? Why does this hurt so bad? I want you to know that your life matters. And remember, 2020, we saw protest after protest against racial injustice and police brutality. I have never seen that in my lifetime where you have so many of our Caucasian brothers and sisters joining with the African-American community. And me personally, I enjoyed it. I, I loved it. Now, you could say, well, violence, this violence, that. Well, I think we all know that those who were out protesting peacefully were not a part of the violence. Those were infiltrators. And even the president of the United States said as much that you have a lot of infiltrators. OK, you can blame whoever you want to blame. But, you know, the bottom line is we have issues in this country that needs to be addressed. So with all of the racial injustice and the protesting, you even had corporations come out. Like Amazon, Microsoft, Walmart, Sony, and the list goes on who say, yeah, you know what? We do have a racial injustice problem. Finally, they are acknowledging that we do. You know, it's easy to sweep things on the rug when it doesn't affect you or your family. That's very easy to do. Who can't do that? It's very easy to deny something is happening when it doesn't tap on your front door, when it doesn't visit your home. But to be able to look across the street and really see what's happening at your neighbor's house without passing judgment, but just look and see. And then say, you know what, my neighbor has a problem. And if I'm a good neighbor, I need to join in this issue to try and help solve it. That takes courage. That takes that takes the will to make humanity better than it is and i applaud everyone who came out and protested peacefully when you had all the kit the, the murders of george floyd ahmaud arbery you know and and brianna taylor and unfortunately that's the list goes on and on it goes on and on but you had men and women stand up and say you know what enough is enough enough is enough and so if you're one of those individuals who you've lost someone and you're hurting and you want things to change for the better, I want you to know that even though you might have lost people or someone you really care about, the good shepherd is still the good shepherd. I want you to know that his peace is stronger than any other type of peace. I can say this from experience. I want you to know that Jesus loves you. He does. And I want you to know that he's still the good shepherd and he'll still shepherd you. But it always takes a willing heart, doesn't it? It does. If you're willing, he'll still be your shepherd. And he'll shepherd you. And if you don't know who Jesus is, 
let me just tell you that the Bible says in Romans 10 that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It's not even a thought of whether it will or won't happen. It says shall be saved. And that's you. And so all you have to do, if you want to know who Jesus Christ is, you want to enter into a personal relationship with Christ. I'm not selling you religion. I don't believe in religion. But I, I go by the word from Genesis to Revelation. And if it's not in there, I mean, I tell people they can keep their opinions. I want to know what's in the book that has stood the test of time through eons. That's the book I follow. Okay. And so it says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in your heart that he raised from the dead and he sits at the right hand of the father, you shall be saved. And so you, all you do is say, Lord, forgive me of my sins. Wash my sins away with your blood because I'm a sinner. And I want to be set free. Whatever it is that binds you, the Lord is able to set, set you free. I want to be set free. Maybe you've been a Christian before and you went backwards. That happens. Maybe you backslid and you want to renew those vows. You want to say, Lord, forgive me. I've been a wayward child. Set me free. I'm sorry. I want to come home. Be my Lord and Savior. Forgive me, Lord, of all my sins. And renew a right spirit in me. Clean me with hyssop that I might be clean. Make me whiter than snow in Jesus' name. And help me to follow you and stay in your word. Forgive me, Lord Jesus. Teach me your word and bless me to be the person that you call me to be. From the foundation of the earth. Before the foundation of the earth. In Jesus' name. Be my Lord and Savior coming to my heart. That's it. Amen. That, that, that's it. It's just that simple. People try to make it so hard. It's not. That's it. So if you said that prayer, maybe you didn't know Jesus Christ at all. Maybe you want to come back home to him. Then the Bible says you're saved. It's that simple. Just stay in the word in prayer. Prayer is the key, I'm telling you. you Got to pray. So I want to leave you guys tonight by reading Psalm 23 because Jesus is the good shepherd. And it says, it says this. It says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. See that verse 6? Let me focus on that just for a minute. It says, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. See, even during a pandemic... Even when you're losing people around you, even though you might have lost your job, even though you might not have food to eat today, even though you know your child needs a, 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 a box of diapers. The Bible says goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Just remember those trials that we go through, those things are temporary. 
They don't, they're not permanent. Don't you make them permanent. You keep the faith. The Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please God. We all go through things. We all go through things. Some, some things we go through, they're pretty serious. But we still keep the faith. We don't give up. We don't give up. That's what faith is. You have to not give up and you have to keep hope, keep hope alive and keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. Amen. So I just want to say God bless you. I appreciate your time. I've been talking for over 30 minutes now. I appreciate your time on this New Year's Eve. And I hope you guys will be safe tonight. And um, just just be wise. Be wise and be careful of the company you keep. If I can give you any type of um, advice, I would say just be careful of your surroundings and who you surround yourself with. Because the time, this time that we're living in, there's a lot of deception out there. A lot of deception. So just be careful and be careful who you call friend. Okay, because not all are friends. Some some people, you know, they cannot go where you are going. That's just the bottom line. They can't. It's not appointed for them to do that. And so don't try to force a square peg into a round hole. You can be cordial with everybody. But everyone you do not call a friend because they're not that. <laughs> okay, not at all. And so I want you to pick your head up. I don't want you to know that you are loved and you are appreciated and that uh, Jesus loves you. I love you. I'm praying for you. And there are many others who are praying for you and that you have value and you are you are so valuable and worthy. OK. You are worthy. OK, you 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 matter. You matter. You matter. I can't say it any better than that. And you, I know sometimes you may feel, some of you may feel like you're alone and you pray to God and you, it may seem like he's not listening. But you know, I heard a preacher say that the teacher doesn't always say anything during a test. You just need to take the test. That's a fact. Just take the test. But know that it's temporary. It's just a test. Some things come in our lives and they're designed to make us stronger. But you have to respond in the right way now. You just can't go through a trial or a test and throw your hands up. No. I would encourage you to read James chapter 1. The entire chapter. Okay. It has encouraged me throughout the years and it has encouraged me recently. You know, when you go through a trial. Stand firm. Stand your ground. Stay on the word and pray. All right. So that's Brother John. This is New Year's Eve, the last broadcast of the year. And I want to say um, I'm praying for you. And keep your head up. And we move into next year tomorrow. And just keep moving. Don't be stagnated. And don't let circumstances get you down. Pick your head up. If when you read this Bible, there are many, many men and women in the Bible who could have given up, but they did not. And to their credit, to their credit, they stood their ground and they knew who they were 
and they trusted God and they were far better off for it. I challenge you to read Hebrews chapter 10 and Hebrews 11. I challenge you to read them. All right. So God bless. Good night and have yourself a wonderful, happy new year and just keep the faith. Don't ever, ever, ever give up. God bless.